You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. To basketball, the NBA semi-finals have thrown up a glamour clash in the West. The LA Lakers against the Golden State Warriors. The best of seven series tied at one game all at the moment as they head to Los Angeles for Game 3 tomorrow. Game 1, the Lakers won it 117-112. Game 2 yesterday, Golden State 127 to 100. Let's bring in Trevor Lane, host of Lakers Nation and the NBA front office show on Instagram and Facebook. Trevor, thanks for joining us across New Zealand. What was the difference between Game 1 and Game 2 in this series? Yeah, I mean, obviously the a vast difference in terms of the output from the Warriors and the output from the Lakers in, in Game 2. Definitely not uh, the same level of defensive intensity from the Lakers in the second game. In addition to the Warriors making a big, big change in their starting lineup, Kevon Looney removed from the starting five. He is a force to be reckoned with on the glass, but the Warriors managed to make do without him and got their three-point shooting really going. They had Jermichael Green join the starting lineup, and so that opened things up that much more for Golden State, and they were able to just rain threes on the Lakers all night long, in addition to do some really good work on Anthony Davis defensively with Draymond Green. So what a shift it was between Game 1 and Game 2 that saw the Warriors blow out the Lakers in the second meeting. So will the, will the Lakers in some way, though, be at least satisfied that they've got one win on the road to take back to L.A. with them? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's always the goal. When you start a, a series on the road, it's to get a split. It's to at least get one game, and that shifts home court advantage now to the Lakers. If they're able to take care of business in Los Angeles, then they'll, they'll move on in the series. So that's going to be the, the key for the Lakers now. It's going to be regroup, adjust to the adjustments that, that Golden State made for Game 2, figure out some counters, and then go after it in Game 3 at home with your home crowd behind you. they got to be happy getting the split in Golden State. But uh, I'm sure they're not feeling great after losing by that much in Game 2, even if they did check the box of getting the split that they were after when they first went up there. When you look at these two teams, two names jump out. LeBron James for LA, Steph Curry, Golden State. Uh, who is more important to their side right now of those two? You know, I think Golden State's got great depth and they've got a lot of, of ability to score beyond just Steph Curry. We saw Clay Thompson get going 8 for 11 from 3 in Game 2. Draymond Green's doing some great things defensively. Um, Steph can blow up for 50 on any given night, but I think for this Lakers team, particularly with, with a deficiency with their three-point shooting, they need LeBron. LeBron, I think, is going to be the bigger uh, impact piece for the Lakers because of his uh, shooting woes in the postseason. They need to start knocking in some shots. They can't be losing the three-point battle by double-digit threes on a night-to-night basis and plan to win the series. They're going to need specifically LeBron James to start hitting threes at a higher clip, and so they need him to be big in order to win this series. I think Golden State can get by, even if they get just a good Steph Curry, not a great Steph Curry. I don't know if the same can be said for the Lakers and LeBron. All right. And in the Lakers supporting cast, Anthony Davis obviously is a guy who gets a lot of headlines. Um, How key is he to the Lakers' chances here, Trevor? Oh, he's so important to what they do defensively. I mean, just he he is so unique in terms of what he can bring to that end of the floor, his ability to get out and defend on the perimeter as well as protect the paint. He was tremendous in game one, and Memphis was largely able to to neutralize him somewhat in, in game two. And so he is critical to what the Lakers do, particularly if uh, Golden State decides to continue to play smaller with Jermichael Green in their starting lineup instead of Looney. 
they need Anthony Davis to be a major, major factor on the boards. He was not in game two. Draymond Green did a nice job keeping him under wraps. And so Anthony Davis is critical to the Lakers' hopes here. If they don't get a game one version of Anthony Davis where he went nuts for 30 points and 23 rebounds, if you don't get that, it's going to be a really tall task for the Lakers. So he, he's critical to their success or failure here in this series. Well, I know any uh, sports journalist is always <laughs> is always putting their life in their hands when they make a prediction, but at one game apiece, uh, <laughs> who takes out this, this semi-final series for you? How does it play out from here? <laughs> well, I'm certainly biased in this. My prediction going in was, was Lakers in six. I'll stick with it. I think if it goes seven, it's going to be tough to get a win in Golden State. But, uh, man, the Warriors looked awfully good last game against uh, in Game 2. So it's hard to pick against them right now, but I'll stick with my series prediction. I'll stay Lakers and stick. All right. And just to finish, uh, across the two conferences, we've got obviously the two we've talked about, plus the Nuggets and the Suns in the West, in the East, Celtics, 76ers, Knicks, and Heat. Which is the stronger conference right now? You know, with Milwaukee going out early, I, I thought that the East has, has more top-tier teams with Milwaukee and Boston. But with them going out early, I think that uh, the Bucks going out early, I think that does open things up a little bit. I still think, though, right now, the Boston Celtics are probably, as much as it's hard to admit this as a, as a Lakers guy, but, but <laughs> the Boston Celtics are probably the, the best team in the league right now. I think that they are the top-tier team. They have the highest ceiling of anybody right now. Denver's been playing some from some phenomenal basketball as well, though. It could certainly give them a run. But uh, but right now, I think the East is maybe a little bit stronger, but it's awfully close. And I think that's what's going to make for a really exciting finals. Whoever makes it through, it's going to be a really exciting uh, uh, final series here for the NBA. Are there the romantics who want a Lakers-Celtics matchup, Trevor? You know, a throwback to the Magic Johnson-Larry Bird days? Oh, sure. It's been too long. We haven't gotten to see it since 2010. We'll, we'll, we would always love to see Lakers Celtics in, in the in the finals. That would be that would be a blast, and uh, and I'm sure the NBA wouldn't mind seeing it either from a ratings perspective. But uh, I don't know. We'll see if, if we ultimately get there. But if we get there, yeah, it'll it'll bring that rivalry right back to the forefront for sure. Trevor, I know you've got a plane to catch. Thanks so much for joining us across New Zealand. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.